We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Winston S. Churchill. Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing good, Brian. How are uh, things over there in Korea? That's not too bad in this uh, lovely land. How about there in the uh, the Eastern European area? Well, I sure wish it would stop raining. It is dreary and rainy, and I cannot get on my bike. And it's really weird. So I'll I'll go out, and I'll be like, man, I could have rode my bike to work today. And then 10 minutes later, it is pouring rain. And half hour later, it's bright and sunny again. <laughs> it's like, all right. Somebody make their mind up, but uh, it's kind of like Fort Campbell weather. Yeah, it's just it's it's strange, but uh, the Germans don't care. They ride bikes everywhere. Like I went to the train station a few weeks back. I went on a, a trip, and uh, that train station. I bet you there was about 150 bikes parked at the train station where people ride to the train station, commute because they do like little regional trains, and then come back, get on their bike, and go home. Like it's really strange. Every Everywhere, any train station you go to, there's like a huge bike rack. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, it definitely, I mean, they're they're very conscious of the environment, aren't they? Yes, yes. Uh, forced recycling, pretty much. They encourage you to, um, uh, what's the word, uh, compost. They encourage you to compost your food. Really, uh, they have a residual trash day, and the can is like super small. So uh, you, you really recycle because they're only going to take that one can. So, yeah. No, they're very into it. Very, I think that's a very positive thing. Some things that they do in regards to that, I'd like to see us adopt in the uh, United States. Oh, yeah. Excellent, man. Yeah, definitely. So in a sense, you know, it almost sounds like you, as a society, they're kind of giving back and uh, to ensure that things are good for the generations to come, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think that they are very uh, concerned about stuff like that, like the future of uh, Germany. Germany's not as developed as we see in the United States. There's a lot of um, like forest, whatever, trees and lots of like they'll have their little populist center. And then it's like uh, lots of trees and stuff. And then you'll have a little village and then you'll have a big area where there's just that road. Um, Everything's very spread out here. It's kind of cool. That's awesome, man. Just awesome. Well, you know, this episode too, it's it's funny, you know, you kind of started off talking about that and it made me just think about, you know, like giving back and doing things. But really, this entire episode we're doing today, and, and that's what it is. It's it's about, you know, we're going over the whole instinctive influencers give mentality. You know, it's it's just the things that we we have decided that, hey, this is kind of what we want to present as what instinct influencers actually do because you know i mean you think about it we've we've had multiple shows so far and those shows have given options and tips and just you know different uh looks at things but nowhere have we yet said hey this is what an instinct influencer does you know and that's kind of like that's why we we've we've got this show this particular episode and and we're going to go over things you know so yeah. um you know one of the things is you know the four primary principles that we're going to you know go over it's really meant to hone in skills and competencies and, and the capabilities as an influencer the give mentality it's an influencer centric type of approach and uh, it's aligned to whatever strengths and strategies you know 
you know, for that desired target audience. Each element, it's all unique to the influencer himself, but it's the fact that we're giving building block element to help a key driver to engage in, you know, the retention for successful outcomes. It's that's the whole point. It's building blocks. Uh, what do you got to say? Well, you know, you call it the, uh, and when you first uh, introduced this, you were calling it the um, give mentality, but I feel like it's more of a movement that we're trying to um, accomplish because we're trying to get other people to be better influencers. It's like one of the guiding lights of our show, guiding principles of our show. So I, th- I feel like it's a movement. I feel like we're, and, and it just sounds cool to me to be like, yeah, I'm part of the give movement. You know, um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's about time that we kind of say, okay, you know, we know what an instinctive influencer is and we got a ballpark idea of what an influencer does, but I think we can provide a little more description, a little more talking points about it. Yeah, exactly. It's almost kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, hey, if you're able to do these things, you're falling in line with what an instinct influencer is. So, hey, that's probably what you are, you know, um, and people don't realize that or or they're asking the question of, well, OK, I know you're instinct influencers, but what is it you do or how do you do it? Well, that's the point of the give mentality or the give method or even the give uh, movement. Like you said, the whole point is is to help people develop themselves and others around them. And that's the, that's like the foundation of being an instinctive influencer. And, and the whole, if you think about it, once we get going through all these four topics that you and I have looked at already and gone over, once we get going, it completely makes sense now. Oh, okay, that's what an instinctive influencer is. That is exactly what we're looking for. And that's what we're trying to help people aspire to be, uh, become and, and to achieve, you know, in life. So so what, anything else before we jump right into the uh, G-I-V-E? So I will tell you that some of these, I was a little bit uncertain of what angle you were going with or which way you were, what direction. And I was going to message you. And then I said, you know what? No, because I'm going to learn today through the discussion uh, of these topics. So I think that's important uh, for me. I, I think it'd be important for me to also learn a little bit today, too. It's funny that you used that particular word because the picture that you're looking at that I'm also looking at that we're going off as, as, you know, because we have notes usually to help us out. The very last word is learning, but we're going to cover that later. So, and you often like to use what key phrase? Oh, lifelong learning. And I am learning today. (laughs) Hey, we're going to get after it, man. So, uh, for those of you who don't understand or, or you hadn't watched the video that we, um, that I did some time back on uh, Facebook, the give mentality or give uh, method, it's G-I-V-E, G, growth, I, inspiration, V is vision, and then E is experience. And we're going to go through each one of those. We're going to kind of give you some details and we're going to, you know, talking points about it. But remember, the whole idea of the give mentality and method for instinctive influencers is it's supposed to be a building block that you can develop a little bit further off of. So, you know, you're, you know, one person is an influencer one way. Another person is a different way. I can tell you right now, the differences between Ed and I are great, but at the same time, we're also very similar. So it's, it's kind of amazing to think about this because as we're discussing this, you're going to find out that, Hey, we, see things eye to eye in certain areas, but other areas we probably don't, 
All right, so we're going to get right into it, Ed. First one is G, growth. If I was to say, as an instinctive influencer, we give growth, what would you kind of associate that with, Ed? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of cheating because I have my notes, but uh, when I think about our show and I think about instinctive influencers, I think one of our goals falls under growth, and that's the development. We're trying to develop ourselves as influencers while at the same time helping develop other people's understanding of influence and the influence they have. At some point, somebody has listened to an episode of ours and been like, wow, I have an influence. I didn't realize this was my influence. I didn't realize I could change something, uh, the course of something uh, through my influence in XYZ area. So I think the development piece is very crucial to what we do and to uh, the growth of the give mentality. Absolutely. And and that's what it is. Development. And development is a process. It's not like it just happens right now. You don't just grow. I mean, you grow, but you don't like, you don't grow instantly. It's not instantaneous. You know, it's, it's a process that takes time. So not only are you growing, but when you grow others, you're, you're, you're looking for growth in areas. So if I want to give you a, if I were to give you a task and I say, Hey, I need X, Y, and Z done. I have to be able to watch or evaluate in some manner. So in my mind, I also have to set up some type of uh, learning points or not learning points, but areas that say, okay, check. I checked that off that you did understand this and you grew beyond that because say you weren't able to complete a task or complete a certain area of a task. Well, you may have grown to a certain extent, but now there may become time where we have to work together a little bit more so you can further grow within that process. You know, it, and that's the point is you say it's development. It's a process of development with gradual increase. We're gradually increased. You don't want to grow too fast, too soon, because then often people will plateau or they'll dive down. Mm-hmm. But if you have a gradual growth, it's almost like it's a never-ending growth. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so I'm actually following this program, and and you know this year I wanted to uh, experiment with meditation a little bit and see what it does. And the program I follow, it's a 21-day program to start. And basically what it does is it is a it's a process. So the first day you really concentrate on kind of quieting your mind, right? And then it's about like feeling sensations in your body, each in each body part, and then it gets into, you know, uh feeling an emotion such as anger and just kind of recognizing it and going, hey, hi, anger, and then letting it go. So it's building blocks through the process of meditation. And I can tell you like I can see a difference in it from day one to I think I'm on day 19 of this particular program. But any process, it's it's building blocks. Like, what's the next step? Uh, think about our ed- education system in the military, right? We They're building blocks. It's a process for the growth of us as leaders. We get the basic stuff the first time. And then we go to our first leadership school where we used to work. And you get a little bit more. And then the next level. And it. It just increases, like you said, it's a gradual increase in your knowledge as a leader over time. And that's what growth is uh, for instinctive influencers. I mean, it's we're developing as leaders. It's a process and it's gradual. You know, uh, from the time you go to your first NCO school 
or non-commissioned officer school, right? To the time you go to your last one, I mean, you're talking 16 years probably or, or whatever, depending. Some of us a little slower than others. But it's not like you go, then the next year you go, then the next year you go, and then, okay, I've gone to them all. Yeah? You agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's funny you brought up that whole meditation thing. So what you're telling me is the very first day you weren't in tune. You It took you time to start understanding and going through that process, correct? Yeah, and honestly, the very first step has nothing to do with meditation. It's discipline to do it daily. That's the first step is the discipline to carve out. And, and so the one I'm doing, it's like 15 minutes a day. So I carved out. So what I did is I get up at 4.15 in the morning to go to the gym. Well, I get up at four o'clock so that now I've got my 15 minutes before I even go to the gym. I've already taken that time. So the discipline was the first step in the process. But I mean, I've gotten better at it. I've definitely gotten better at it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's and it's it's the same thing. You know, we can compare this to so many other ways of growing. Um, for instance, when you went to kindergarten, you weren't writing uh, papers on World War II and the extinction of whatever, you know, but by the time you finished high school, you were able to do that. And, and it wasn't overnight that you went from kindergarten to high school. You know, there's not many people that can, there are the, don't get me wrong. There are the geniuses of the world who skip like many grades because they're able to, you know, they're smart, but Doogie Hauser. The thing is, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Doogie Hauser. That's a blast from the past. Um, but but that's the thing is is you know you you each year you go up a grade now there's the ups and downs of that and you're learning and you're growing but that's the whole point as an instinctive influencer you it's you're doing this but also you're helping others do it that's the whole point about because influencers that's you're you're helping others become you're giving uh, this growth to them so you're you're. Basically, in a sense, if you want to look at it this way, I would say it's coaching. You're coaching people along. You're mentoring them along. You're influencing them along to give, grow, all right? Um, with that, I mean, the, the grow part, I think, is pretty self-explanatory, um, but it's the understanding that it's not rapid. It's a slow growth in many instances. Now, somebody may pick something up quickly, and that's understandable, um, and then they may not pick something else up as quick. And that's the whole point of, you know, observing their progress as an influencer and or even be able to observe your own progress. And sometimes as an influencer, we may have to step back and say, hey, buddy, can you uh, could you watch me on this and let me know if I'm doing this right? You know, I mean, it's there's tons of things. Um, if you remember correctly, there was um, there was uh, I want to say there was when we started that first um, that first new rotation of of the new curriculum there and i needed to display to the other instructors how to actually give the class but before i didn't just go in there and give it um i planned for it i prepared for it i gave it in front of you uh mr williams and a couple others but it was a it was a peer it was a process it was a gradual increase i had to develop through a process to become fluent in what needed to be done and that's the whole point behind the grow, the the grow part of give. Anything else on that part, bud? Yeah, and I think when you talk about the gradual increase, right? I, I think that's super important to get the buy into because if you tell me, 
we're going to do a complete curriculum change. And in 60 days, you need to be able to do it. That's overwhelming. And now I'm going to have a negative thought process behind it. But if you say, Hey, it's December and we have to have this in place by August. And it's, you know, every month we're going to do this. And I, you did an exercise with the, the uh, instructors where you had them do homework, right? Remember that? And they, they did it piece by piece building that class. And I think that was excellent because it was gradual and you get the buy in them because so at some point they're like, this is stupid. This is stupid. Ah, this makes sense now. Like they get that moment. So that that's all I really got about growth is I think the um, it's development, gradual increase. I mean, I couldn't say it better. Gradual increase um, and development through a process. That's the whole point behind it. We just have to be able to do that. But that's the first letter of the give method or mentality. Uh, next letter is I and it's inspiration. Inspiration comes in many forms. You know, um, I know I'm inspired. Certain things inspire me. Um, certain things demotivate me and no, and they inspire me to not want to do something. So there's multiple aspects of aspiration or inspiration, not aspiration. I meant inspiration because those are two different things. Um, but when you think of inspiration and instinctive influencers give inspiration, what comes to your mind, Ed? Lead from the front. Be the example. Lead from the front. Yep. Be the example. That's, I mean, that's pretty, to me, that's pretty simple said, but then sometimes people have a hard time doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, what's that saying? Uh, basically it's easier to do the wrong thing sometimes than it is to do the right thing. And a lot of times people choose the, the path to the wrong thing and that's what gets them in trouble uh, it makes it difficult for them to be the example. So when I think of inspiration um, and when this whole thing came out, uh, three, three little areas came up, animating, quickening, and exalting influence. So animating. Animating, you know, that full of vigor, full of life, full of, you know, just it's almost like where does all this energy come from? Why are they so excited about that? Why do they just want to achieve you know those are the questions usually people are asking on the opposite side of somebody who's trying to be inspirational you know have you ever felt that way before yeah so this is yeah because this is like that you know who do you want to follow you want to follow the guy who's like eeyore from winnie the pooh and depressed and and down about his job and hates being at work right or do you want to follow that guy that's you know fired up and as uh um as a sergeant, I learned like sometimes you have to be able to flick a switch. Maybe I'm not fired up, but for the sake of those that I influence, right, I have to appear to be fired up. I have to appear to be ready to go. Uh, you know, one time you told a story about filling sandbags with Sergeant Major. Well, if you go out there and you're all kicking the dirt and mad about it and your soldiers see that, right? That's the message you're giving him. Oh, man, he is mad about that. That is stupid. But if you're out there and you're giving it, like Sergeant Major, out there working, sweating alongside you, then it inspires those around you for the most part. Not everybody, because I believe in that story. It wasn't 100%. But he got some buy-in from y'all because he was doing what you were doing. Um, And I think that's really critical to being an inspiration is being able to be that example. Yeah, I've, you know, I've heard, I've heard of uh, when I was, this was a very long time ago, and this is, well, 
it would have been 1999. We had a drill sergeant uh, in AIT, and he, he used to say, we can turn the radio dial on AM or FM. <laughs> and at first, I was like, what does this mean? And what he was trying to get from us was motivation. He said it can be actual motivation or false motivation, but no matter what, it's going to be motivation. You know, and actual motivation means we were actually, you know, like you can tell when somebody's actually motivated. False motivation is just like that. Yeah, let's do it. You know, and just everyone kind of, <laughs> everyone's like screaming and hollering, but they really don't want to do that type of thing. And that's what I think about uh, when you're full of life or vigor. You can almost tell when somebody's inspired to do something or they're being inspirational towards someone to get something done. You can also tell. When they're not, when they're the opposite of that. And they're just like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do it tough, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you're just, you're like, yeah, but you're really not owning that. You really don't want it that much, obviously. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this, so for me, I feel like this is one of the ones I'm better at is, because there's things that I have to do, you know, in the military. And I'm like, oh my God, I do not want to do this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But then when I get in front of them soldiers, it's like the most interesting task ever. And that's because I want that buy-in. I want them to jump on board too. Yeah. So let's jump right in. And we're going to jump over to the next word that I mentioned was quickening. And quickening mean, you know, becoming faster. And what I mean by that is inspiration becoming faster. I mean, you're, you as an instinctive influencer, you're able to inspire a little bit easier because you've practiced it. So you've had that process of development of gradual increase on yourself. And now you're starting, you're able to read people a little bit better. You know, uh, we have the episode just before this one about developing emotional intelligence. When you gain most emotional intelligence of others or you start understanding you, you may get a quickening effect of inspiration and you're able to adjust a little bit better, a little bit faster. And in your inspiration uh, towards others um, becomes a little bit more lasting or they're able to uh, they're able to kind of get what it is done that you're requesting of them. Does that I mean, quickening, does that does that kind of uh, is that a key word for you, too, in that you think? Yeah, and I, I think yeah, I think a lot of it comes from that development, and and I mean we're in, we're talking about instinctive influences. It's in the name. So I feel like quickening, quickening yeah, is right there. Like so, I'm, through my development, then I can have a better influence because I can recognize that need. I can recognize my what, I, what you know, kind of the tactic I want to use faster. Then I don't want to have that, like, get home from work, be eating dinner and be like, oh, you know what I could have done? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that comes through your development. You're able to more rapidly recognize the need for your influence or how you're going to achieve that. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, is you said you get home and you eat your dinner and you think to yourself, oh, I could have done that. Actually, and, and I like that. I, I like in my own personal life. When it comes time to influence somebody and um, I've done something or whatever and, and, and a task has gone by and I think I'll, I'll repeat it back in my head and I'll be like, man, I could have done this. And then next time I work on it. Matter of, as a matter of fact, it's funny you, um, you said that because it just brought up something you and I, we messaged back and forth about just yesterday and it was dealing with doing an NCER. You remember what, I was, what we messaged about? 
Oh, I do remember that. Actually, I have it right here somewhere. You want to tell? Yeah, you want to tell the old story uh, about <laughs> what it was that happened, and then I'll say why it was inspirational to me. Yep. So um, here's what happened. I was getting my evaluation or NCOER, and I was downrange deployed to Iraq, and my first sergeant looked at the NCOER and pretty much he said, you know, like this is the worst thing I've ever read. And so what he did is he told me to come to his office every day. And basically we discussed a portion of that NCOER and he was teaching me to, you, you should never write your own evaluation. That's huge in the military. You shouldn't. But if the events happen just, and you have to, at the end of the day, it's my career. But what he was doing is, okay, go to this section. And I want you to come back with some bullets to put into that section. And I'd come back and he'd be like, okay, there's no numbers. Like you got to be able to put some numbers to what you did. What was your influence? How many people did you train? Whatever combatives. And then he'd be like, all right, that block looks good tomorrow. Come back to me with some bullets for this block. And what it did for me is I was a young, well, I wasn't a young sergeant. (laughs) I was a sergeant who had never wrote somebody else's evaluation. And then when I get to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, uh, I get myself in a situation where I have to write several evaluations on other sergeants uh, after I get promoted. And that came back and I was like, oh, well, I know how to do this because of him taking that time to mentor me. Um, it, It helped. And he is now, he's still in the army and he's a commandant at a non-commissioned officer academy like we worked at, but a different base. That's awesome. But he 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 taught me something. So how did you use that, though? So that inspired me because I was – it's funny. Uh, just this week, I had found out that there was a young non-commissioned officer who had not received their uh, evaluation report. And I would found this out, and I was like, wait, wait, what do you mean? And I would found out that the person that was supposed to do it had left and had been gone for quite some time. And it should have been at least a six-month change of Raider. Um, and it didn't happen. So as I'm thinking about it, and I'm, you know, I'm processing it, and it it took me probably a whole five minutes to process everything and think about it. And I was like, whoa, we're gonna fix this real quick. I mean, it was instantaneous. And that's because over time I've learned to, you know, put out fires. Well, with that, I said to myself, you know what? I remember a little thing that Haley or Ed had done, uh, and it was somebody he had mentored him. I'm like, I think I'm going to take that route. I want to do that same thing. So I sent that young NCO an email, and I basically explained to them what I require of them and when it is due to me. Uh, and, and it's much like with you. Uh, I, I told her she had to fill out certain sections, but we weren't going to do the entire thing at once because we're going to learn it as a process. And uh, so we're going to see where this goes. And hopefully what you inspired me with, with your story, I'll be able to pass on to somebody else, which is kind of, you know, to me, that's along that lines of, you know, if you think about the growth that happened and the inspiration that happened. And then when we get to the other two areas, we'll see how that played effect. But I just felt like, you know, that total idea, you know, and it became becoming faster. You know, I said quickening, full of life and vigor. I felt very much full of life to 
help this individual uh, through the inspiration that happened to me. And that's the part to me, that's like, that's the key element of an instinctive influencer. It's like, not only do I need to inspire, but I can also be inspired. And so each one of these little elements we talk about, it's not only do we do it, but also we need to learn to receive it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so what I like about this particular instance is you don't even know that person that did that with me. Never met them once. But they had it, but they've had an impact on you that you're like, huh, okay. I like that. Now let's talk about what your influence was back to this person that you've never met. Because when he was getting ready to take over that uh, NCO Academy, I asked you and the bearded ninja for some feedback to provide to him to try to help him be successful. So you've provided feedback to him without knowing him or even being on that installation. I don't think you've ever even been on that installation. I've been there once. And he had an impact on you as a senior uh, NC, senior NCO. So I think that's so amazing that two people impacted each other, never met. And that's the whole point behind it, though. It's like when we can actually sit back and think about those things, we learn and grow from those. Mm-hmm. That, that Nothing of that was instantaneous. That was gradual. It wasn't like you told me that story the very next day, all of a sudden I was helping somebody out. It was, it was over time. I saw... I saw um, a, a point where I could, okay, you know what? I can use that tool that was given to me a few years ago is when you told me about it the first time. I can use it now. So two years down the road, because I, I want to say it was about two years ago the first time you told me it, but about two years down the road, I finally use it. You know, And that's what, I mean, it's just, you know, when you sit here and think about it, you're just like, oh, wow, that's just awesome. Yeah, and so, and the other thing, so when you talk about being an instinctive influencers and we're talking about the give mentality, right? Yeah. And you were like, talking about how it made you feel because you're helping this young sergeant, right? So it reminded me of a quote that I had read earlier when we were looking for opening for the show, that happiness doesn't result from what we get, but from what we give. Yeah. And that quote came from uh, Ben Carson. And that's what you got. You got some happiness out of giving to that young sergeant. And when that young sergeant is, when that young sergeant's writing evaluations down the line, she is going to remember Brian or Weber taught her, oh, well, I got this because, you know, Weber taught me this. So that's, that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And it's, you know, exalting influence. That's that's the very next little thing we talked about. But, you know, and that's increasing in intensity is what we're doing. You know, it's it's that that amazing, intense uh, feeling that you get from inspiration. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, that, you know, that's that that's what that is. It's exalting influence. And it's just like, you know, there's an intensity that makes you continue on or to to do something to a standard like no other you know i've mentioned john rogers on here before we we both have we talked about him he was one of those people that made you want to do the right thing all the time not cut corners not do anything shady Mm -hmm. do the right thing all the time joshua bryant we've talked about him same way i mean these are people that we both know and that's why i brought them up makes you want to do the right thing all the time the bearded ninja. <laughs> he makes me want to do the right thing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, those are the things, you know what I mean? So it's funny how 
they inspire you and they, they build that inspiration within you um, to be a good instinctive influencer who gives inspiration to others. Well, and then what about those uh, those two little bundles of joy you got at home too, right? Like um, they make you want to do the right thing because they make you want to be a better person so that you can teach them through your influence or inspire them to be uh, better people. Uh, children have that impact. I mean, it, it, the list goes on. My siblings have that impact on me. You know, I, they make me want to be better uh, than than I am every day. I try, I would like to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. And it's because of people like my siblings, my wife, my kids, my soldiers that make you want to do that. So that's the, you know, you want to inspire them because it feels good to see it. You know, um, I think I've talked about before. I, there's nothing that makes me happier than when a soldier reaches back and says, wow, you taught me X, Y, and Z. And I've never forgot that lesson. And the longer it's been, the better it feels to like, you know, I have soldiers from 05 that I still talk to here and there on social media. The, the lessons that they learn from me, whether intentional or not, like that's that's awesome. You're talking about 14 years ago and they still remember. I barely remember what I had 14 was doing 14 minutes ago, uh, this show. But I do. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, think about it that way, too. All right. So we're really kind of like we're diving off into some things here, but I, I think they're key. Think about it this way. When you give to a charity, do you expect something back from that charity? I do not. That's absolutely not. You, you know, exactly. You just want to have an impact. But is it, it? Yeah, exactly. And But it's the same thing. And I'm not saying that people are charity, but giving is so much more than receiving. And, and, and I know, you know what? As a kid, I didn't understand that. I I probably I probably still didn't understand that as a 20-year-old, 30-year-old man, you know? But as I've started to look at things and I'm like, wow, you know, giving really is something great. And and giving inspiration or giving somebody the direction for growth, that is something I'm mean, just great. And the funny thing is, is you didn't expect those soldiers to come back to you down the road. You know, like you were just waiting all these years and you're just like, it's finally happened. <laughs> what yeah. I wanted has come to me. The master Thank plan. Thank you for gracing me with your, <laughs> what's that? The master plan. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, and that's the whole thing though. It's like, it's nice to receive that back or it's nice to have the thank you, but you should never expect it. It should never be expected. And that's the whole point of the give, you know, the whole give mentality, the give method, the give movement, whatever you want to, what, whatever end piece you want to put on it, on it, <laughs> give is important, but it shouldn't be so important that you want something back from it, period. You know, it, uh, if I, if I put a bunch of money into this, I did it for a reason. It was never to make riches off of it. It's, because I wanted to put something out there. I'll drop my pen. Uh, but, you know, it's so it's, you know. Anyways, let's move on. Okay. We're going uh, to drive on to the next little area. Um, and the next area is vision for the V of give. Instinctive influencers give vision. Um, when, when, I, when we say that, is there anything that comes to mind to you when, when, when that's said? Uh, actually, uh, the Instinctive Influencers podcast comes to mind. Uh, strangely enough, uh, you know, when we were talking before the show, uh, I talked about how important I thought vision was because if, 
like when you first approached me with this idea and I was kind of skeptical at first, you know, we talked about that, but once I understood your vision, that, that got the buy-in from me, but you have to understand somebody's vision to be able to, you know, uh, move through the process, uh, develop yourself, whatever, but you got to understand what's the end state. What is the vision? Where do I want to get to, uh, and, you know, with this, and that's why the podcast comes to mind immediately. And, and, and the funny thing is, is it's not like, uh, right off the bat, we both knew what needed to come of this. We, it's actually, it's been gradually increasing in growth of where we wanted things to go, but there was an overall idea is, Hey, we want to do this podcast. We want to influence others. Well, we want them to be instinctively influenced. So it almost turns into second nature to them, you know, and that's, you know, the idea of a vision, you mentioned it to me, uh, you mentioned to me earlier, you said uh, when you were going through MLC, uh, the master leader course, uh, you talked about the vision. What what was it you all talked about? Um, Basically in the, in kind of the planning process, you have to understand what the commander's vision is, because if I'm on the staff, that's going to be planning, let's say I'm planning an op, an operation, right? If I don't understand what the desired end state or vision of the commander is, how do I plan that? Uh, if you watch old war movies, a lot of times you'll see, uh, actually in my one of my top movies from that episode, Patton. And Patton, you see him talking to one of his subordinates, saying this and this, and telling him how the battle should unfold. And that goes back as long as warfare has been a thing, like you can find examples of Leonidas or Alexander, same thing. They share their vision. Uh, when Hannibal crossed the Alps, he shared his vision for that. And then people are like, are you nuts? But he still did it uh, because yeah, I understand that to plan. How are we going to get there? All right. So the ways ends and means to the commander's vision and, and without understanding the vision, you can't, uh, provide those things so that's kind of what we learn in the master leader course and and that that falls along the lines of the three carriers about vision that we're going to talk about here it's vivid imaginative conception and mental picture all right so when we say vivid what we're meaning is it's producing a clear image in the mind like have you ever have you ever been told something and you're like, man, I really just, I don't, I'm not getting what you're saying. Have you ever had that happen to you, Ed? Uh, I have, especially like in our career, I've, I've done it. Uh, you know, it's kind of blurry, not quite in focus. Like, what's the plan? How are we, like, you know, conducting a convoy? And they'll be like, oh, we're going to do this and then this. And it's kind of like, eh, I'm not really seeing it. So, yeah. Right, exactly. And And, and there's many questions to come. You know, it's like, okay, well, what do you mean by this? And what are you saying here? And what are you, what are you going with this? And it's just like, in a sense, you're pulling apart what was supposed to be their vision and you're creating an actual vision. And that's, that's part of the part where people don't realize, you know, a vision is, it, it's basically kind of like an overarching idea or, or, or um, image, you know, mental picture of what is supposed to happen. Um, and it's done so in a manner that's so vivid that I can see it in my mind when you're telling it to me. 
So when so as we're going through this and we're talking about growth, inspiration, vision, and experience, as we're talking about each one of these elements, it should be growing um, in the minds of listeners of, oh, I understand. I know what growth is. I got it. Inspiration, I can do that or I've received that. Vision, ah, makes sense, you know? Um, hey, and then you know, when I talk about... I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. No, so I'm just sitting here and you're talking. I'm thinking... Uh, vision right now, aren't we doing this right now for our listeners? Aren't we really giving them a vivid picture of what the give mentality is and what an instinctive influencer does? Like we're doing it right now. Absolutely. Yes. Well, exactly. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just had to get that out there because it just popped in there. I was like, oh my goodness, we are actually doing this. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, and that's what it is. Like, so it's it's so hard to really do something that you know you're you're being asked to do or 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 even to buy so for instance if you want to buy into the whole instinctive influencer movement well i can buy into it to a certain extent but if i don't know what it is i'm actually doing then sooner or later i'm going to lose interest sooner or later i'm not going to be motivated to want to do that anymore sooner or later i'll be like oh you know what that was cute then that one time but nah, now i don't really care for it and that's the whole point about we're, we're, we produce this give uh, mentality so others can use that and to pass that along. You know, if, if somebody took one of these, you know, one of these many pictures that I've been putting up, um, say on Facebook uh, about the give, you know, because each, each, each one I've done a different, um, I've done a different little, um, like a picture on Facebook and explained what it is and how it works out. Um, but if somebody would take all those and just kind of distribute those out, would not hurt my feelings one bit, not one bit. It, you know, I mean, I would be upset if they tried to say, oh, this was their work. Yeah, that, that would be a little upset because hmm. obviously, you know, stealing is stealing. But, but in a sense, then again, I can't be upset by that because I'm giving this information and I want others to use it. And I don't need credit for it because if I know somebody's doing it, then I've done what I want it to do. You know, and the vision, you know, in that same vision, we're talking about imaginative conception that's showing creativity when forming the idea. Creativity, when you're when you're creating a vivid image in someone's head about what it is, you, creativity helps them understand, you know. And, you know, one of the one of the key things that uh, that comes to mind with this to me is. You know, you know, when we changed to the ELM or the experiential learning model, Ed? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And yeah, you definitely remember. <laughs> but what was what's one of the key questions we ask right off the bat to get the buy-in? Uh, well, uh, are you talking about kind of getting them to share their experience or, or trying to get some kind of emotional response to something? That's it right there. That It's both of them. You know, getting them share experiences and an emotional response because what that did is that generated a buy-in, right? So if I can, if I can give, you know, I can use imaginative conception for my vision, I'm going to, I'm basically reaching into their mind and pulling out what they know and helping them understanding what it is I want from them or what I'm trying to help them uh, achieve. And that's the point behind it. We have to be creative. Um, it's funny. I just did. Uh, I just gave a small sharp class, uh, two different ones this week. I had to do it for a group of soldiers. Um, for those of you who don't understand what sharp is, sexual harassment 
assault response uh, program. And basically, it's, you know, we, we, we're trying to, you know, put a shed a light on this to make sure that it's it it's decreased within the, you know, the the ranks. But when I did it, I really didn't want to come in with the same mentality is always before, you know, it's like, here's this, this is what this is, you report this way. Instead, I came into it, the you know, the first question I asked right off the bat, to get people some buy in, I said, is there anybody here that does not have a mother or father, a brother or sister, a husband, a wife, a child in in their life period? You can't answer you can't answer no to all I mean, you have had to have a mother at some point and a father somewhere. Like they, you, they, they may not have been together. You may not have known both, but somehow you had at least those things, you know, those types of people. And then my next question was, because obviously everybody could say yes to that. My next question was, is how would you feel if someone did something awful to one of them? And then I went around the room and I talked to each one of them. So what I'm trying to get is I'm trying to get their feeling of that. Just like we taught, we did ELM. I'm trying to get their feeling about that. And I'm pulling those feelings out to show them that that's exactly how I feel when something happens to one of my soldiers, you see? And then I'm creating that vivid vision for them to understand what you got on it, my man. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking about that book that we used during this whole process, the Applied Critical Thinking Handbook, because that's an excellent tool for trying to figure out uh, how to um, get to an imaginative, imaginative conception like that. I think that you did a good job because you got emotion. And anytime you can get emotion in somebody, an emotional response, it's a good chance you're going to get buy-in. Uh, I actually remember one guy was teaching a class on the law of war and, and uh, when we were at the Academy and when he taught it, he put up on the board, the word torture, just the word white screen, black font, just the word torture. And then went around the room and said, how's that make you feel? How does seeing that word make you feel? And then he flipped it and started a discussion based off of, the law of war and how it applies with, you know, torture or being tortured. And he got a good response because his audience is all military. Right. So he got a good response because we've seen it on television, soldiers being tortured. We've seen it in movies. And as a soldier, we have a deeper understanding and, and a lot of us have an underlying fear of that happening when we deploy. Well, that is part of that emotional response that you can get. Now, if I have a room full of 16-year-olds, the response might be different. If I have a room full of just civilian adults, response might be different, right? So it, it's just I think the emotional thing really helps with getting the um, you know, getting that imaginative conception and the vision. Yeah. It's funny, you know, it's funny that you you brought up that book. What was that 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 creative thinking concepts and tools? Applied critical thinking handbook. Yeah, I've got like I've got three of them sitting right here. I literally just opened one up and the first page I got to uh universal intellectual standards. <laughs> um and the first little area is clarity. So I'm going to read this real quick to the audience so they can hear cuz this fits along the lines and I mean it's actually fits to a T of where we're going with vision, but clarity 
these are the questions you ask. Basically, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, these are the questions you ask for clarity. Now, you could ask yourself these questions before you present this vision so you know that you're hitting along the lines of clarity. But here we go. So could you elaborate, elaborate further on that point? Could you express that point in another way? Could you give me an illustration? Could you give me an example? Clarity is a gateway standard. If a statement is unclear, we cannot determine whether it is accurate or relevant. In fact, we cannot tell anything about it because we don't yet know what it is saying. For example, the question, what can be done about the education system in America? It's unclear. In order to adequately address the question, we would need to have a clearer understanding of what the person asking the question is considering the problem to be. A clearer question might be, what can educators do to ensure that students learn the skills and abilities which help them function successfully on the job and in their daily decision making? So, you know, it's funny. Exactly what we were just talking about. It's almost like we were, ha- we were having a hard time really like, you know, conveying it. I didn't feel so much, but I felt like I was in a sense. But clarity is, that's the whole point of being vivid. It's knowing exactly how to give the message so everyone understands. Or almost everyone. Almost everyone. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no. Because not everyone, (laughs) not always. I do. I agree. And that's something... um, you know, outside of work, outside of the military, that's something that, you know, a lot of relationships, sometimes you struggle with that. Maybe you're not as clear uh, having a discussion with your spouse. And that's something, I mean, my wife and I have been married many, many years and we still sometimes will say something and I'll be like, well, I, I didn't think you meant that. I thought you meant this. And that's that clarity and, you know, understanding. Mm-hmm. And that clarity. So within that vivid imaginative conception for vision, you will develop a mental picture of what the end state should be. And that's the whole point around the vision. Um, it's, it happens all the time. We just don't realize it. You know, uh, it's not that, you know, if, if I envision the basketball going in the hoop sooner or later, it's going to go in the hoop. Yes. But if I've, if I've done all the practicing I need to, and I've done everything I need to physically now, mentally, I have to create that. Hey, it's good going to happen, you know? So, but you know, that, that was vision. Um, so if you're, if you're having a hard time understanding growth, inspiration, and vision, that's what an instinctive flourisher gives. Now we're going to move on to the E, which is an experience. And I will state right off the bat that once again, you can give these things, but you can also receive these things. So you can later give these things. It's a repetitive cycle and experience is probably that's why it's the last thing because you know you, if you you have a vision about something you you would explain it but experience is probably one of the greatest things you can give as an instinctive influencer not only is it your experiences but also the experiences that you're having somebody else do something or you're getting somebody else involved in something you're giving them experience so they can do it again some other time you know so when i say to you instinctive influencers give experience ed what comes to mind, my man? Uh, this is like one of the main things we do on the show. You know, we talk about all these things and we talk about influence and we talk about like 
um, the tribe and we talk about emotional intelligence. And then you and I use our combined uh, almost 42 years of military experience to try to make so it slow. relatable. Huh? You said, I just want to say, you said that so slow isn't like we're really soon. 42. Years. I was, I was doing, I was doing the math in my head, um, <laughs> but we share the experience and then we try to, let's go back to vision. We try to uh, be imaginative in how we present it to try to make it not just cater to the military uh, listeners. We want to cater mm-hmm. it to other listeners, Yeah, but we use our experience because somebody out there may be like, Oh, that makes sense. I just had this happen at work. And then that helps them. So I think this show is really founded. Our show is founded on uh, our experience. And then, you know, and then we both have civilian life experience and I had a break in military service. And I mean, we've been all over the world. And so those experiences are what we use to drive our show to get our point across when we have discussions uh, about that episode. So, Oh yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing. Instinctive influencers give experience. We do so through our person or personally, uh, owned encounters so personal encounters i've had i've discussed with you personal encounters you've had you've discussed with me and we gave each other experience so i may not exactly experience exactly what you did with that first sergeant in writing that ncr but you gave me enough mental image enough of a vivid clear picture and it's it inspired me and it helped me grow internally that i could give somebody else that same experience it's so funny how that all worked out there, but it fell along those lines and I was able to, you know, I personally encountered something from you and I was able to transfer that information yeah. to yeah. help and someone then, else. So, and then the closed Facebook page affords the, uh, the listeners of the podcast, the opportunity to share some of their personal uh, encounters and experience with us that may help us learn something um, so they could be influencing the host of the instinctive influencers by sharing their experiences. And that's why it's important for them to check out the Facebook page and, you know, in the Instagram and things of that nature and the website instinctiveinfluencers.com because that's an opportunity for them to help us through their personal experiences. Exactly. You know, it's funny you were saying that and like uh, something's, just came to mind and I started writing it down and I was like, Oh, I better talk as soon as he's done talking, but that's it. You know, it's, you're talking about something. I'm like, man, that makes good sense. So I'm writing it down, you know, because I want to make sure that I can use it again later. But so with that person, we personally encounter experience and then we give it off. We use practical wisdom, practical wisdom. Uh, It's, you know, with the practical wisdom, people are able to actually use it. So if I just give you information and it's not really practical in nature to what it is I'm doing, then really it was just a waste of time. So if, if you, let's say for instance, um, you're about to run a marathon (laughs) and it's funny you laugh, huh? No, but let's say you're about to run a marathon, right? And I'm just giving you whatever wisdom about it, you know? Oh, you're running a marathon? You know, understanding the words in a dictionary will help you one day. That There's nothing practical about that wisdom that, and it wasn't even really wisdom, but there was nothing practical about that. 
that's going to assist you in accomplishing that goal of running a marathon versus if you said, I'm about to run a marathon. And I said, we know what, back in uh, 2002, there was a group of us that trained for 10 weeks and we went through this program and it really helped us uh, to achieve our goal of this half marathon we did in Nashville. Um, I could send you that information to help you out if you like. See, that's practical. That's some wisdom I gained through my experience that I can transfer now to you that is going to help you. But if I'm just giving you general information, that's that's why I hate it when like, if you ever like talk with somebody and they just ramble about just like generic stuff and you're just like, you just wasted 10 minutes of my time. Thank you. Yes, we worked with people at the NCO Academy that would do that or they would <laughs> they would Google new information and then try to share it like they've always known it and you just watched them Google it. But yes, I've I've experienced that. <laughs> oh yeah Uh, but but that i mean but that's the whole point about you know giving experience it's i'm not and that's the other thing too though as an instinct influencer we have to be very very careful because sometimes giving our experiences could turn into the um the one-upper situation or and, and, and many of you know who those type of people are. Or it turns into the bragger situation because that's the other thing. When you're bragging about yourself or you're one-upping, you're going to automatically eliminate one of the other areas within the G-I-V-E. You're going to, you, most likely, you're going to aggravate the inspiration piece and it's going to eliminate. And you're not going to be able to, it's not going to work. So that's where we have to be really careful also about giving that experience you know sometimes it's best often to uh, to me i i look for the opening and and people will show a signal of that they need help with something or they they would like to know a little bit more about something and then this they'll show, also show you like they just want to tell you this and they don't want any type of feedback from you they just wanted to be able to tell you it's and that's all to me that all comes down to the previous show once again talking about emotional intelligence and that's kind of that's kind of where I'm going with that. Does that mm-hmm. does that kind of make sense? Yeah, to yeah. Too, Ed. No, that definitely uh, that that does make sense. Absolutely. And then, so let's look at the final, the very last piece. Uh, we went through the the grow inspiration, vision, and experience, which is a give mentality. The last piece is exactly the first thing that you brought up, and that's learning. And my favorite and thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, we're giving this experience for people to learn from. But at the same time, remember what I said, not only we're giving, we're receiving and we don't realize it sometimes when I'm giving you experience or I'm getting experience from you, I'm learning, I'm learning how to properly give that experience sometimes because we, sometimes we force ourselves on someone and and then they don't want our, our advice or help or anything down the road. We're also learning from them when they take what we've taught them and they're using it and then they come back, we often call these like back briefs in the army, mm-hmm. but instead in life, it's just, Hey, we're just having a conversation about what we talked about before. Uh, so they take that and now I'm learning what happened with them. And it may not have worked exactly the same way as it happened with me, you know? So what do you, what do you think about it? Well, you know, I've learned the learning pieces. I'm, I, some of it is ego to me. Like you have to check your ego and be like, okay, I don't know this. So I recently got a different tasking at work and I had to be like, Hey, look, like my knowledge is not where you would assume it is by my rank. 
for whatever reason. I don't, they don't need to know why. And, and, you know, oh, I've been out my job for three years. I haven't, but being honest and upfront with the guys that I'm working with, soldiers I'm working with, they are teaching me so much and they're not talking to me like I'm less than them. You know, they're talking to me like a peer, but they're teaching me and having me do things. And then when I come back and I'm like, Hey, I did this, 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 and, um, I got this planned out and they're like, okay, that's pretty much what we do. Like, so I had to humble myself and, you know, I've told the story about my soldiers, but this is a new experience for me. Now I'm currently going through it. Hey, I, I, I have no clue what you're talking about right now. And they use a lot of acronyms where I work now. Uh, so I have to ask, Hey, what's this acronym mean? What's that acronym mean? You know, what's APS? And I'm learning every day this week. I learned something and it, it, to me though, learning through the experiences right now almost feel as good as when we talked about inspiring others. Like it feels so good to be able to be like, I am learning something new at the ripe old age of 32. (laughs) 32. You didn't have to laugh so hard. (laughs) I'm just saying 32. All right. You couldn't like pick something a little bit closer to your age. Okay. It was a bit of a stretch. Let's move on, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? That's, you know, and that's, that's exact. I mean, that is exactly what this is. When, when you break it down, you've given examples. I've given examples. We've given experiences, but the whole idea of the learning piece, instinctive influencers give growth, inspiration, vision, and experience for the overall learning. If you think about it, cut dry, that's what it is. It's overall learning. It's helping others. It's being a good person. And I'm not saying you have to be lovey-dovey, you know, butterflies and rainbows type (laughs) person to be an instinctive influencer. What I'm saying is, is there's nothing wrong with giving. I've, I've mentioned this on multiple shows now. If you have two bowls, just a bowl, like, like a bowl that you put cereal in, you have two of them. You fill one with the good things. You fill one with the opposite. So you fill one with giving. You fill the other one with taking. Which one is more beneficial? Which one is going to uh, help you further in life? I mean, to me, that's simple. If I give, there's nothing better than doing that. Um, And just, I don't know, it's just... I don't know. It just, it, it also feels good. If, <laughs> if, if anything, you know what I yeah. mean? It just, if anything, the fact that I know that somebody's going to grow through inspiration with a clear vision that I've given and the experience they're going to gain from that, it just feels good. You know, I mean, there's soldiers that I've had the uh, privilege of serving with throughout the years. And, and some of them, I seriously wish I knew where they were in life today. You know, and and because you know, you know how it is, man. It's hard to, it's hard to find those people or know what happened to them. I mean, it's just, but you you wonder, like, did I do anything ever that in you know that may have influenced them whatsoever? You know, and now when I think about this, this whole give mentality, it's now it's like now is more. I'm more driven with uh, a defined purpose. And that's what the give mentality is. This is a defined purpose. Yeah. Um, by the way, those of you wondering how this was devised, um, I was walking my dog at four <laughs> in the morning one morning. And out of the blue, 
it just like it's almost like it appeared in my brain. I was like, wow, give. Instinctive influencers give. And then all of a sudden it's like each letter appeared in my head and then a word was associated to it. And I was like, yes, that is exactly what it is. Um if you watch the uh the video, I did a video on YouTube. It kind of breaks things down a little bit. Um we're going to we're gonna start pr- um pressing this a little bit more. Uh, you'll start noticing it in shows as as time goes by, or you'll see things um on the Facebook page, the closed and the open one. Uh, but you'll start seeing because in a sense, this is a building block we're giving. <laughs> wow, isn't it funny how I use that? Uh, but this is a building block that we're giving to others so they understand how to be a better instinctive influencer. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, so I was just thinking, like, you're talking about giving. And, and you know, um, I don't – I think giving is something that we're lucky to be able to do. I think we're lucky to be able to give and share our experience and, and influence. I think we're fortunate. That's and I, and I think that that's why you and I um, are lucky that in our 42-plus years of experience, like, we've been lucky to give uh, – our influence to soldiers throughout our career, hundreds of soldiers between teaching and, and serving with them. We're the ones that are lucky. We're lucky to be able to do that. That it was an amazing, it's an amazing feeling uh, as we reach the tail end of our service. It's a good feeling to think back and be like, you know what? I got to do that. Like that's, I did something. I in fact impacted somebody. So I think, yeah, we're the ones that are, we're fortunate. I think it's an amazing thing to be able to to give and to, you know, to help somebody out. And I, I really, uh, I'm pretty excited about the give mentality slash movement. Yeah. I, I like how you put the slash in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave it a little bit extra. Just a little extra. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and then that's the thing is, it's not like we're looking for like some just try like some hook uh, to sound pretty. It's there's actual meaning behind this. There's, I mean, there's, a defined meaning uh, we just we just kind of uh, presented to help others become better instinctive influencers and and to develop that that foundation and as we go along you know we'll probably dive a little bit deeper maybe into grow or a little bit more into inspiration a little more into vision or a little more into experience but as we go along I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna be able to open more doorways we're going to open more doorways for people to become better influencers and for us to learn how to be, become better influencers. I mean, because you think about it, man. Like, I mean, this this whole development of this show, I mean, hasn't it been a testament to you or, or just, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've enjoyed doing this uh, podcast. I'm lucky that I said yes to you way back when. <laughs> uh, he said yes yeah <laughs> i think uh it's it's been fun and i'm kind of like i said I'm, I'm excited about this uh the give and seeing where we can go from here one of the things i want to leave the audience with and you know this is going to be one of those questions that comes up each week you know each week there's a new question that populates um on the closed facebook group but this is the question that i'm asking is what is it about the give mentality that you just listened to that helps you the most with being an instinctive influencer? Mm. Because, you know, if you think about it, there's one area or another that may be um, that kind of helps us generate that that instinctive influencer um, way of living. But 
there's probably one, you know, you know, for me, I know, I know with me, the growing part was something I, I really had to kind of, and that's the very first one, but that's something I kind of had to like accept that I'm constantly growing and I had to realize it. And this was some time back, but now it's funny. It's now in life I'm realizing, you know, I've already realized it, but it took me a while through life to realize, you know, that I still have to grow. I'm, 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 I don't know it all. I don't, I, I don't understand it all. You know, it's, I've got to learn through experiences and I have to be able to give a good vision, you know, and I, and the idea that, you know, that I could do all that inspirationally. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's pretty powerful. I can, I can always tie them all together, but to me, growing is one of the most, you know, the more important things for me to concentrate on. And I think the other three to me are just easier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, that's, I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm torn between growth and that, that inspiration piece. I think, I think I'm torn between them for importance because but I guess really, if you don't develop, then can you really get to the point where you can inspire? You know, so I guess, yeah, I guess growth probably has to be, uh, you know, the key, which is why it's, you know, G, number one. <laughs> G, that's uh, that's a good answer. G, that's number one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so um, those of you out there, make sure you uh, you get onto that closed Facebook group page. Uh, you type in 101 influence um, in your Facebook search bar. When you when that comes up, you'll see the instinctive influencers. Uh, it's called the business page because that's kind of how you develop things with Facebook. But there's really not a business there. You're just going to go in there and it says visit group. So the, the business page is more like, you know, that's where we, you know, we use it for publicity for the show so other people can learn about it. But the closed Facebook group page, that's the development piece. That's that whole, that, that right there in itself, that's the growth. We try to use it for inspiration. We try to give a clear vision of what we expect or we're trying to get out of that page. And then we also want to develop everyone through their experiences. You know, there's all walks of life that are a part of that closed Facebook group. Um, and some of the, uh, the, the answers that they, they provide or some of the information that they want to help, you know, provide for the show. I mean, it's really insightful. You know, we're, we're about to, we're getting close, um, to the episode 25. This is obviously episode 18, but we're getting close to episode 25, which is the Q and a show, which I'll tell you at first, uh, when I put on, I don't know if you remember it, Ed, but I put it on and I was like, well, no one's giving us any questions to talk about. But then I realized I had wrote that so far back that it was like the show wasn't even really developed yet and there wasn't a lot of <laughs> content. So they really didn't know what to ask. And I'm like, wow, man, I think I may have jumped the gun on that one. But now that I see the questions, even your wife, I mean, your wife, she gave us like 100 questions. It felt like <laughs> and they were well in depth. You know, I mean, our barber, you know, you and I, um, um, of Heather Linville, she gave us some questions. It's just, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. And I, I can't wait for us to do that recording and talk about that. I think that's going to be a, you know, a good time. It's going to be fun, but just remember, go to that closed Facebook group page um, and, you know, join it, be a part of it. It's, it's not like it costs you anything. It's nothing, you know, we're not going to like bombard you with messages. No, it's just 
a place to be interactive with others to help grow and, you know, just to give the whole give mentality. Um, also, he mentioned earlier about Twitter and Instagram. Check those out. We're on there also. Just, you know, search for 101 Influence and you'll find us. Um, you can also find Ed and I each separately, but you can find us both on LinkedIn. And I, I like to publish a lot of stuff on there. Ed doesn't do so much <laughs> publishing on LinkedIn yet, right? No, Ed? I really need to. I know. It's one of my shortcomings, but I, yeah. Yeah. Hectic schedule. I guess you are too. So I have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just like LinkedIn because they have amazing articles. Sometimes I can sit there and read article after article. Like some people really publish amazing articles that you're just like, wow, I never thought of that. Or wow, I can't believe they, they put that on there, you know? So I like it. Um, I like it for the professional side of things, you know, as if like when I retire from the army type of thing, um, if I wasn't, if I was going to stay in there the rest of my life, I probably would never done LinkedIn. You know what I mean? So, um, but with that, Hey, check it out. Check out our website, www.instinctiveinfluencers.com. I mean, we're throwing stuff up on there. Uh, that's going to be, uh, helpful. There's going to be, uh, there's a resources tab that's coming or it should already be there by by the time you hear this. Um, and there's just going to be different, uh, information in the resources tab, but Hey, just check that out. I think, you're going to love it. Uh, we're trying to develop things a little bit more to where it's interactive for people. You know, well, that's the whole point of the closed Facebook group is being interactive and whatnot. Um, other than that, man, Hey, do you got anything else for the audience you'd like to talk about or bring up? No, no, it's been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting episode. I'm actually getting ready to head out to the international bazaar here in town and see if I can find any good stuff, By good stuff. I mean, food, <laughs> So with that, um, all of you out there, we thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the episodes up till this one. I mean, goodness, this is number 18 um, of the Instinctive Influencers podcast. It's, it's you know, been tough in some areas. We uh, Obviously, if you listen to this show, but you went backwards and you listened to like episode one, two, three, or four, or any of those, you'd be like, wow, they, so, you know, they sound totally different. Their content is a little bit more in depth and just the sound in itself. You know, we learned how to use our microphones, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually have to edit that episode to try to fix the sound because I messed it up. Uh, for this week's uh, Instinctive Influencers Person of Interest, it didn't get released and it was my fault um, because I didn't edit it correctly. But I'm going to try to get that fixed today. Yeah, it's funny because probably, probably by the time this episode is out, we're going to have multiple uh, shows of uh, those shows. It's we've both gotten behind on that. It's like, there's so many things and it's just one of those things that we're learning, you know, we're learning as we're going along and we're realizing, Hey, you know, you can only fill up your plate so much. Um, and you can only take on so many tasks and then you have to say, okay, I have to put this on the back burner so I can get this accomplished. And, you know, and that's, we're learning, you know? Um, but really other than that, Hey, I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was, uh, it's great. It's great for everyone to understand how to become, you know, what's that building block that helps you develop as an instinctive influencer using the give mentality slash meth, uh, movement. All right. So take that, share that, use it yourself and, and, and just help others become better, you know, give back, you know, be a giver. Oh, I see uh, with what you that, did I have nothing else. <laughs> what you got, buddy? I see what you did there. Give back. <laughs> 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 yeah all right so with that um i i 
I have nothing else for him. You got anything, my man? No. Everybody enjoy your day. Absolutely. Enjoy your time uh, with whatever it is you decide to get into today. With that, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. And this has been the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day.